Hey, I'm Coach Rob Trejo Jr. And in this video, we're going to do a full 1.0 mock draft for the teams that are in the NBA lottery. That's pick one through 14 and talk a little bit about why they are a good fit with that team. Let's get these mocks running coming up on Spurs Tube TV. All right, so let's talk about the first five picks. The lottery played out with Orlando getting the first pick, OKC number two, Houston Rockets will have the third pick. The Sacramento Kings were the team that snuck up in the draft and landed uh, the fourth pick and then pushed the Detroit Pistons out of the top four to pick number five. So let's talk about the Orlando Magic. I've been talking about this draft as if there are no clear number one picks. Like there's not a definite number one, but you have four really, really good potential players in this league. And they all kind of do something different. It really just comes down to what Orlando is trying to do. Are they trying to fill a need or are they trying to just get the best player available? and when you have the number one pick you, you're there for a reason you get the best guy and in my opinion the best NBA prospect is Paolo Banquero 6'10 power forward out of Duke freshman 19 and a half years old he averaged 18 points 8.5 rebounds three assists one block and one steal for Duke this year to me he's the clear number one guy that I feel most confident in that is going to have a successful NBA career honestly you put him on the Orlando Magic with and they're moving in the right direction no brainer Paolo Banquero next you got OKC because there's so many needs on OKC are you going for best player available are you trying to pair anything with Shea Gildress Alexander is Shea Gildress Alexander the piece that you want to build around for the future or, or is he just a temporary placeholder right now for OKC that's the mindset going into this draft and I'm, I'm drafting a guy that can do a lot of things for you especially on the defensive end that has the upside on the offensive end and that's got to be Chet Holmgren's seven foot power forward out of Gonzaga he can play your five if you want to he's 20 years old 18.9 points 13 rebounds 4.9 blocks two assists one steal per game a little chet home green next to a little poku they're starting to get long and athletic i like and you got h-town on the clock houston right now i think you actually do start filling some some spots on your roster some other starting caliber spots you got jalen green who's awesome I think you go with a guy that can play off Jalen Green and you go Jabari Smith, someone that can complement the guys that you have right now. And you're going to draft the best floor spacer in the NBA draft this year that can be on your roster for a long time. And that's a 6'10 small forward out of Auburn. Jabari Smith going to play really well. The young players that they have in Houston that can get up and down the floor, expect him to get a lot of open shots. 19 years old, 21 points per game, 9.3 rebounds, 2.5 assists, 1.3 blocks, 1.5 four steals the guy can light it up man this guy is buckets sacramento is very interesting to me i have no idea what what they're all about right now with this fourth pick they snuck up and got it that's good it's valuable it's a valuable asset for them but they just traded away buddy healed and tyrese halliburton you, I mean, you can obviously just tell that they're not about draft picks right now they're about winning right now so can they get a guy that's going to help them win right now at the fourth spot i'm not too sure so if i'm going to be honest with you i think sacramento ends up trading away this pick by the time it's all said and done because they just traded away for sabonis and other they're, they're rolling with sabonis and De'Aaron fox i think they continue to try to push that envelope in that win now mentality and prove to the guys that they have on the roster that they're not looking to rebuild that they're done they're like we're not good at it we're not going to rebuild we're going to try to make the playoffs now i think that's what they're going to end up doing 
doing when it's all said and done. But for now, they have the fourth pick, and they're going to select the next guy I think that they can put on that squad that can play with those dudes that won't take the ball away from De'Aaron Fox. Because obviously, when you have a good point guard or good guard like Tyrese Halliburton, and he takes the ball away from De'Aaron Fox, Sacramento's going to have a problem with that. Well, let's draft Keegan Murray, 6'8", power forward out of Iowa, 21 years old, 26 and a half points. The guy was a bucket. One of the best big man shooters in the draft this year. 1.7 assists, 9.8 rebounds, 2.2 blocks. So, eh, mediocre defending the rim. He's really going to be your power forward that can stretch the floor. Your pick and pop guy. And I think if you want to run with Sabonis and Murray at your 4 and 5, uh, go small, but really be able to, to be skilled at the big position, you go with Murray. Then you got... The guys who are a little bit disappointed in this draft, that's the Detroit Pistons. But hey, man, you got Cade Cunningham last year. Don't be selfish. You guys can. You guys will be all right. They're going to go ahead and take Jaden Ivey. Now, I know you got you got Cade with the ball, right? And do you really want to uh, draft another guy that's really good with the basketball? Yes. The answer is yes. You put another guy capable next to Cade Cunningham who can score, dribble, create his own shot, it's only going to do, like, in this NBA, you have to have two really good guards. I've been saying it for a long time. That's why Phoenix blew it when they could have had Luka and, and Devin Booker on the same team instead of fighting right now in the playoffs. They could have had their backcourt of the future. That's the NBA today. You don't need bigs anymore. So you go ahead and you draft Jaden Ivey. He's a 20-year-old, 19-point per game guy. Uh, 5.6 rebounds, 3.5 assists, and we saw in the tournament what he's absolutely capable of doing, and that's taking over games. So you put a guy just like that next to Cade Cunningham, and you're locked in at your 1-2 and two for a long time. That might make Killian Hayes a little bit expendable. All right, let's move on to pick number 6 through 10. Uh, the Indiana Pacers have the 6th pick. The Portland Trailblazers have the 7th pick. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans have the 8th pick. The Spurs have the 9th pick. And Washington are sitting at 10. Let's go ahead and talk about Indiana first. Coach Rick Carlisle's there. They drafted Duarte last year. They just acquired Ty Tyrese Halliburton in that trade we're talking about so they're they're a very sneaky sneaky good team you really don't know what which way they're going to go next year are they going to be really competitive and good or are they going to try to stay here in the draft if, if coach carlisle is still there i'm pretty sure they're trying to win now so they get a guy that can help them win now and compliment some of the other guys that they have and that's jeremy Sokan out of baylor six nine power forward 18.9 years old he's actually pretty young one of the one of the youngest like top three yeah, bottom three or four youngest players in the draft he averaged 12 uh, 13.2 points nine rebounds per game he's a motor guy has a lot of upside and that could really help indiana moving forward and just be a complimentary piece to what they got going on right now then you got portland so heading into the draft at the seventh spot if they really are trying to build around damian lillard you go and get someone that can play next to him. That's Benedict Matherin, 6'7", guard, shooting guard, 6'7". This guy has attitude, swagger. He's a 19-year-old kid, 19 points per game for Arizona. Six rebounds per game, 2.8 assists. Um, he's your he's your money man. You're going to look for him in transition. You're going to try to get the ball in his hands um, when you're creating off of Damian Lillard. It's a perfect fit next to Damian Lillard, to be honest, if he is there. The Portland Trailblazers should take him. All right. The New Orleans Pelicans, who showed this year that their big three is for real. You got McCollum, you got Valanchunas, Brandon Ingram. That's a bit, that's a really good big three, and they should be in the playoffs every year with those three guys. So you don't got to worry about scoring, and you might have Zion Williams Williamson coming back in the picture too. So you never know. They're going to go ahead and draft the best, in my eyes, 
big man outside of Chet Holmgren, and that 6'11 center, Jalen Duran out of Memphis, 18 and a half years old, guys. 18 and a half years old, 17 points per game, 11 rebounds, 1.8 assists, three blocks per game, 1.2 steals. It was a lot of fun watching him play in the NCAA double tournament this year. There was some big time games. I think it was them against Gonzaga. Really showed that this kid is a smart defender, capable of switching on small players and is extremely versatile on that side of the floor and is a huge lob threat and just, you know, it's just a modern day like Jared Allen from Cleveland, right? Something like that Jalen Duran has in his bag. Do you put him in front of Precious Achua, who got drafted a few years ago, talking about Memphis big men? I think you might. We'll see. Precious is pretty good. Obviously, Wiseman, we haven't really been able to see, but uh, Memphis definitely has been putting out some of the best big men uh, in the draft over the last few years. So Jalen Duran's that next guy. Now you have the Spurs at number nine. Looking at the table in front of them on who's available, if you want to go guard, there's a couple of guards out there. But I think the Spurs actually look to get bigger because I think Jakob might be on the board this this offseason, but we'll see. Um, that's just a thought I had. No, no inside news or anything. Even if he is there, you back him up with Mark Williams. We really didn't have a backup center. Another Duke kid. You know the Spurs love those Duke guys. He's 17 points per game, 11 rebounds, 4.3 blocks. Again, we saw him play in the tournament as well. I was extremely impressed by him. Game to game, he was just showing me more and more of what he's capable of doing and how he can hold down the paint. Next, you got the Washington Wizards drafting at number 10. I think they do look for that guard uh, that has all that upside. And Shaden Sharp um, was projected to be one of the top picks in his class. I think the top pick in his class. And what happened with him is he ended up opting out of high school early. So he joined, you know, Kentucky, but wasn't he didn't play for Kentucky. And now he's going to be in the draft, right? So really he had no college career, right? But he was the best player his age in, in his draft in his class crazy upside and i think if you're washington it's too much upside to pass on at 10 especially when you have bradley beal who's aging a little bit maybe you, maybe you, if bradley beal wants to stay you can play him together or or have him ex eventually replace bradley beal in the future i don't know you know but it's just too much talent too much upside to pass up at 10. Shaden sharp 6-6 shooting guard all right let's talk about picks 11 through 14 when we get right back the new york knicks are selecting at number 11 followed by the OKC Thunder at number 12, Charlotte Hornets at number 13, and the Cleveland Cavaliers at 14. The New York Knicks, I feel, are going to do the right thing and get a guy in there to help this team get better offensively. Obviously, Coach Tibbs is the defensive-minded guy, but Johnny Davis is one of the best shooting guards in the draft. 20 years old, 20 points, 8 rebounds, 2.2 assists per game. The guy is a bucket. He's a legit bona fide scorer. Give him the rock. You put him out there next to RJ Barrett. He has someone to kick it out to that's a, that can actually be capable on the wing. And then, you know, build from there. This is the second pick for the OKC Thunder. At two, they picked Chet Holmgren. At 12, they're going to take another developmental piece. It just fits, it just fits, you know, the whole timeline with OKC. They're going to take Dyson Daniels, who's 19 years old, 13.7 rebounds out of the G League Ignite. The very fundamental player, when they talk about this kid, they talk about him being very skilled in a lot of areas. He can kind of do a lot of things. He's young, he's 19. We don't really know what his best skill set is, but he's able to do a lot of different things that show potential of high upside. A lot of mock drafts have Dyson Daniels going a lot er earlier than 12. Have him going a lot earlier than 12. Five assists per game, too. I remember him from All-Star Weekend. Kid's not bad. Then you got Charlotte at 13. They're going to go ahead and take 
the next best power forward in my opinion. That's and that's Tari Eason. He's a 20 year old kid from LSU who put up big numbers: 25 points per game, 9.7 rebounds, has a high motor, 1.5 assists, uh, 1.6 blocks, 2.9 steals. I mean, this guy fills it up, and he's a guy that likes to get out on the break. Don't really know what's gonna happen with Miles Bridges this offseason if they're gonna end up giving him the contract that he wants. And at 13, it's interesting to see where Charlotte goes. For now in this mock draft, they're taking Terry Eason to shore up their front court, which they needed help with trying to get into the playoffs this year. Then at 14, the Cleveland Cavaliers are taking A.J. Griffin, 6'6", small forward out of Duke. 15 points, five rebounds, 1.5 assists. Um, nothing too impressive from A.J. Griffin this season, in my opinion. That's kind of why i haven't fallen so far in the draft there's definitely a hundred mock drafts out there that have him going in the top 10 i just don't see it um maybe there's some comps there between him and jimmy butler uh that's a tall order for for a guy like aj griffin he's a guy that's very strong very athletic plays kind of low to the ground but is like a, a bully too as well you know he has he's extremely long 6'6 long wingspan 18 years old again very young there's a lot of very young kids in this draft and, and aj griffin is is one of those that could have a huge upside um and is a capable guy i think getting to the rim at this level coming out of college now where he develops in his decision making and his iq and his shot uh his shot ability off the catch and all that stuff we'll see how that translates to the nba as well but for now cleveland's gonna get a, a nice pick here at 14 they can use the help not knowing you know what the future entails for colin sexton and and that backcourt you know he's a small forward but he can probably play two three you know maybe even handle the ball a little bit uh in certain situations and that's going to be the mock draft 1.0 version from spurs tube tv make sure that you guys check out the channel and if you want to become part of the channel if you want to become spurs tube tv content join the patreon five dollars a month you get to send and upload video responses video questions takes and i'm going to open up the channel to my patreon members who go above and beyond and join the patreon to support the channel help it grow help it do awesome things in the future that's going to be it i'm rob Trejo jr spurs tube tv for opening the door to spurs nation to this channel saying hey you want to get your voice heard come on in you want to send a video to be put on the channel Just come on in come on in we can work with you come on in uh love this community here on YouTube, uh, patreon.com, SpursTubeTV.